Previously on Badger and the Blitz. London, it's not safe no more. I ain't going. Badger, where are you going? It's people's duty to put their pets to sleep. Where is she? You shouldn't be here. We've all got to do our bit. Run, Badger, run! Got ya! Get off! Enemy's fine, Badger. We did it, Badger! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Pressing his body against the outside wall, Jack makes his way around the shed that him and Badger have been hiding out in. Keep up, Badger. She might have already called the police thinking we were spies from that plane what came down. He tiptoes over to the back gate and grasps the handle, but the gate won't uh, open. Uh, it's stuck. Badge, I can't open it. It's locked. There's no way out. Looking up, Jack spots a door bolt. He stretches every part of his body and just manages to grab hold of it. Leave him without saying hello? Jack spins around and freezes, unable to escape. I'm sorry, I... No need to look so startled. I don't bite. Ever fearless, Badger bounds forward, tail wagging. That's the thing with dogs. They're almost always pleased to see people. Stay, girl. Stay. Hello, you. But on seeing that Badger isn't scared of the woman, Jack relaxes. Badger is good at picking out who's nice and who isn't. Well, she seems to like you. I'm glad I've passed the test. What's her name? Badger. How lovely. But I shan't ask why an all-white dog is named after a stripy bear. She ain't earned her stripes yet. And you? Nah, me neither. Oh, I didn't mean that. But noted. I was looking for a name. Oh, um, Jack. And I'm Josie. Josie DePriest. I notice you've already checked the facilities out here. She means the shed, of course. Sorry, we didn't have nowhere to go. It's okay. How about you both come inside for some breakfast? Huh, my favourite word is breakfast. Marvellous. Why don't you follow me? You've been out here all night? Ever since the air raid. Well, weren't you both cold? Very, very cold. Well, come on, then. Josie's house is about the same size as Jack's, except the layout is the opposite way round. Her kitchen is painted a deep red colour and almost every part of one wall is covered with framed photographs and posters of theatre productions. Next to the fire is a leather armchair. Badger quickly makes that home. And on the floor beneath a small square dining table in the centre of the room is a golden coloured rug. Are you hungry? (laughs) I think that's a yes. As Josie prepares breakfast, Jack explores the room. I don't know about you, but I love having a nosy about. He goes round the room, gazing at the pictures and touching things almost like he's in a shop. There are some photos of a younger woman singing into a microphone. Looking closer, he realises it's Josie. So you're famous? Oh, nothing like that, but I have my time. Josie pulls out a record from the nearby bookshelf and hands it to Jack. That's got a picture of her on it too. Here. Can I hear it? I don't know if it be your kind of music. Yep, it's too hot for me, too hot for you. What have I got in my bag for you? I'm cooking, baby. Me mum like music. I'm cooking, baby. Even though it's been three years, Jack still remembers his mum like it was yesterday. Took me to the musical once. Said she'd take me up west when I was older, too. See the shows in that. But she died before we could. What was she like? 
Nice. Bite you. I miss her. Dad got me badger to help me feel better. Well, she seems to do a good job of that. Missing someone is your heart's way of reminding you that you love them. Hmm. Don't let your eggs go cold. Jack looks down on his plate. It seems to be a piece of fried bread. There's a hole in the centre and some egg has been poured into it and fried. Egg in a basket. Jack pokes the toast with his fork. There's no actual basket, mine. It's just a name. And for badger? <laughs> Sausages! Lucky these haven't been rationed yet. Sometime later, with plates lit clean, Jack tells Josie how he and Badger ended up in her shed. That's quite an adventure you've had already. You know I have to call your father, don't you? We could always stay here. I'd like that too, but there are rules. I suppose. But what about Badger? They want to put her to sleep. You can look after her. <laughs> Why didn't I think about that earlier? And, and she likes you too. Look, she's even got her own place. Josie reaches out across the table and touches Jack's hand. I'm afraid the landlord won't allow dogs. Oh. Now let's get you home before there's an air raid. I'm sure your family will be worrying where you got to. Maybe we can persuade them to keep Badger safe till you're back from the countryside. Jack's worried. I'm sure you would be too in his position. He walks over to put his coat on and reaches into his pocket just like he always does. And he feels something. A piece of paper. He pulls it out and it's the newspaper featuring the article about Duchess Hamilton. He races back to the table. We should take her in. I think this could be just what she needs. But we need to call your dad before we leave. Make sure he's okay with it. And you'll have to help me pick out a hat if we're meeting a real-life duchess and all. Woohoo! His excitement triggers Badger, who until now has been on her back with her legs in the air sleeping off breakfast. She immediately jumps to her feet and joins in the excitement with some woofing. But the celebration is short-lived. What if someone tries to take her to the dog's home again? I'm sure this Duchess won't let that happen. I mean, before we get to Urgath. Leave it to me. I have an idea. An hour later, they're ready to leave. Jack sticks his head out into the alleyway that runs behind Josie's house to check that there's no-one about. All clear. OK. Ready? Roger. <laughs> Josie vanishes back inside the yard and emerges with a large pram. What do they need that for, I hear you ask? Well... You all right in there, Badge? Badger is lying in the pram covered in the blanket. You could get used to this, huh? How come your street's not been bombed yet? I guess we're just lucky. But it's probably only a matter of time. All we can do is take each day as it comes. Jack and Josie decide to take the bus nearer to the Duchess's house. I've been here for nearly 15 years now. Where's home then? Well, home for me now is London, but before that it was Mississippi. How long have you been singing? While Jack asks Josie more questions about her life as a singer, Badger snores quietly in the pram next to them. Thing is, they're so distracted by their conversations that neither of them has noticed that there's an older lady sat down next to them. Oh, a baby. Jack only realises what she's doing just as she leans towards the pram. Oh, let me have a look. Wait! I wouldn't. But it's too late. As she pulls back the blanket, Badger wakes up thinking it must be playtime and proceeds to lick the woman's face feverishly. 
I did try and warn you. The lady stumbles backwards, arms flailing, which means she knocks Josie's hat off before landing on a pile of sandbags, which just makes Jack laugh even harder. Honestly, I don't blame him. It's pretty funny to see. The woman points and glares at Josie. You're always up to something. Maybe you should have managed your own business. But rather than apologising, the woman stares meanly back at Josie and spits on the floor. <laughs> Go back to where you come from. Jack's wondering how Josie will respond. After all, the woman's been very rude. I think we'll walk. There's a nasty stink around here. Josie strides off down the street, with Jack hurrying behind to keep up. He turns back to see the woman using her handbag to beat the man who's come to help her back to her feet. Get up from me! <laughs> Jack's hands join Josie's on the handle of the pram. She don't seem very nice, does she? Oh, don't worry. I'm used to it. What do you mean? Some people just don't like it when people are different. She must be very sad if she don't like you. I really like you. Let's hope the Duchess feels the same way. Badger and the Blitz is a Roxo production for fun kids. Supported by the Audio Content Fund. <laughs> <laughs>